0: Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to Design Your Day, the official podcast show of The Gathering Shops. I'm your host, Ray Digney. The Gathering Shops, retail's newest and most exciting shopping platform, has curated a community of emerging brands and local artists. Each week, we introduce you to the talent and personalities behind these brands to give you an opportunity to get to know the person behind the product. This week, we catch up with Christina Majori, the founder of fashion accessories company Semele. Christina shares her personal story of growing up in Greece, building a career in governance and supply chain, and how the burnout of that corporate career led to her wanting to make a change. A change for herself, and a change for women around the world. With that inspiration for change, Christina founded Samelli, a fashion and accessories company that is committed to empowering emerging women designers and driving education initiatives for underprivileged youth. Christina Maggiore and Samelli are examples of how a creative spirit can inspire women to change the world. So without further ado, here is Design Your Day interview number 5 with founder of fashion and accessory company Simeli, Ms. Christina Majori. What's up everybody and welcome to Design Your Day, the official podcast show of The Gathering Shops. I'm your host Ray Digney and today we have a very very special uh, special guest, Christina Majori, founder of fashion accessory company Samelli. Christina, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day. We're super excited to have you on the show.
1: It's great to be here with you, Ray. Thanks for inviting me. I yes. look forward to our discussion.
0: Yes, me too. Me too. I'm super excited. Of course, as you know, um, Design Your Day is our new podcast for The Gathering Shops. And the reason why we decided to um, start our podcast is we didn't just want to create a community where we were offering uh, designs and products and art from some of our emerging brands and local artists on the shelves of a store, we wanted to introduce the people behind the product. And that's what we're going to do today with you. So let's get this thing rolling. Um, Let's tell our growing audience and our listeners a little bit more about Christina Maggiore. I would love to hear about, uh, you know, where you grew up maybe a little bit about your family, how you got into this business. Um, let everyone know a little bit more about Christina.
1: Okay. Right. Um, yeah, it's kind of, a I uh, I, I was born in Atlanta in the U S but then when I was, uh, nine years old, I moved to Athens, Greece, and I lived 13 years there for my formative years. And, um, and I always knew I was gonna come back to the U.S. So I came back here after my undergrad. So I did grad school, and then I started working in the corporate world. Um, and I always have the love for, for Greece. I always go back there. And, um, and it's sort of what inspired uh, you know, a lot of the brands that I represent in my company. Yeah. Um, so uh, it kind of started because I was uh, working in the corporate world For maybe 15 years, and I was doing uh, supply. I was doing governance, and I was doing supply chain and finance reviews um, in 20 countries. And what? And I got tired of that, and I got a burnout. So I stopped that. I was trying to figure out what to do. Um, so so I quit my job, and I was trying many different things. Like I went to FIT. I did like an image consulting course. I traveled to Montreal to like meet an app developer, so we could do an app for wedding planning, like with a swipe of a of a finger. Yeah. Um, but I tried many different things, um, but I couldn't figure out what to do. One night, it was February two thousand seventeen, I think. I was staying up at night. I was like, "What do I do?" And I had lost my motivation. I didn't know. I had quit my job, and I was like what do I do? So then I just woke up and I started writing down quotes that had inspired me in the past. And, um, I wrote down those quotes and I created a notebook and blurb that I had these quotes and I was like, Oh, okay. So what do I do with this? And I decided to sell these notebooks and then fundraise for like refugees in Greece. Okay because there were kids that had gone to school and they were they you know the Greeks were booing them they didn't want them to go to school with them and it was and it really upset my heart you know so so that's how I started Sommelier you know I started with these notebooks but then I I traveled to Greece and I was so inspired by what was happening there with the new creators designers and a lot of them women that you know with the you know, the economic, you know, um, hardship and, you know, because the economy was going really bad back then and Mm -hmm. people were retooling and doing anything they can, you know, to, you know, to make a living. And then all all these creatives came about and like making amazing products and and it really inspired me. And that's how Semele started bringing, bringing on like women-owned businesses, you know, and it's just evolved. It's just evolved over time.
0: Um, That, that really is truly incredible. Um, It sounds as if, um, first of all uh, I love knowing new things about people I, I had no idea that your journey started in corporate America where you were working in the corporate world first before getting into this uh, entrepreneurial journey but what I just learned from your answer was it almost seems like you've always had an entrepreneurial spirit you know um, you took an idea you started writing down quotes and you're like let me take some quotes and create a notebook and not only did you have some entrepreneurial spirit inside of you looks like you have a little bit of philanthropic spirit inside of you as well too. So you didn't just want to create a brand or a product for profit. You wanted to create a brand and product that could also give back to the community. And I'm sure we're going to get to that. So I do want to put you on the spot and ask, uh, ask this question. So you're in corporate America for almost 15 years, uh, supply chain governance. Uh, I mean, important stuff. When did you decide to make the leap completely from that corporate probably I want to guess maybe a little bit more stable job and say, you know what, I'm going to leave that career and I'm going to jump right into becoming an entrepreneur and maybe chase my passion of creating a product or starting a brand.
1: It was a gradual process. Okay. And I'll start with this. I'm an accountant gone wild and there's a (laughs) lot of people that do that. okay? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a thing, but, um, it was a gradual process. Um, you know, it was, it, it, I think I had seen a lot of things in my corporate career. I wasn't a, a typical sit behind your desk accountant. You know, I traveled, I, I, I started as an auditor, then I went into projects and I got to interact with many different groups, you know, so you're doing the same review of something, let's say supply chain review in many different countries. And you get to see a lot of things. You got to see a little, many different points of view around the world. And to me, that was inspiring. You get to hear stories. Um, I myself had also lived in different areas. But then I also started a family. And it, it became, um, I wanted to be inspiring also for my two girls. You know, I wanted to, what you know, when I, if I'm working and I'm not with them, I want it to be something that's also inspiring and good for them that they can look up to. That it's worthwhile and I think all that kind of play, came into place yeah um, like even the name of the company Samelli. it's an acronym for our names it's like Christina Econ- oh. and then Melina Lily are are their names so I put all our names together because in the end it was something that had to be inspiring you know yes and and I think I was also always an altruist you know, I always wanted to believe the best in the world. So I always trying to think what's the best way to do things better and all that. You know, even as an auditor, I was the good cop. My boss was the bad cop. You yeah. Know, it's like,
0: Very you know, cool. But it was
1: a gradual thing. Um It was a gradual process. You know, just experiences through my corporate world. You know, like they tried to kidnap me at some <laughs> point. In Mexico, yeah, because we were doing tough stuff, you know and i and I think I, I just wanted to do something different and creative you know there's yeah. so much creation you can do when you're you know doing your yeah. p systems or trying to design a software thing to work you know it's it's my it's mind blowing and creative, but up to an extent you know, yeah. and I wanted to bring that to others and uh when it comes to um You know, Somelli has this arm of women's empowerment and doing business. Yeah. You know, I also think that as I'm working with more uh, brands or designers, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to bring them, you know, because part of our mission is to empower women and bring them, open them to a market, a big market like the U.S. Mm -hmm. You know, because through the experiences that we can bring, you know, we can help empower these women and give them tools and knowledge, you know, so they can compete. Yeah. You know, they're not just an artisan on an island in Crete making their bags, you know. You're like, okay, why don't you fix your photography? Why don't you learn social media? Why don't you do this and that? So then if anybody around the world can find you, you, you know, you want to try to empower them, you know. So there's there's a lot of things. And I think somehow Sommelier, as it goes along, that will be able to, like, bring all these experiences together personal but also bring all this professional experience and be able to like retool people and connect things
0: you yeah. know yeah. um first of all I-, I love how you're explaining everything it just sounds like the foundation of sameli is 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 just good it's just innately good like good karma good feeling you want to do you want to do good with what you're building and i for me as as a fellow entrepreneur i think that really is the first ingredient that you need to be successful. Um, Because I think everybody is attracted to wanting to do good, wanting to do better, wanting to help other people. So I think it's incredible. And um, before I say my next thing, um, when you said you wanted to do something different, you wanted to do something um, creative, I'm going to jump in and say, you probably want to do something a little safer. I know you threw a line in there and said you were doing some tough, hard work and you almost got kidnapped. My guess would be if I almost got kidnapped, I might want to do something a little bit more creative and safer been that as well. I'm just, you know, I'm just joking around a little bit, but, um, I think it's great. And I'm sure you're very, very, uh, happy with the path. And I want to talk a little bit more about Semele and, and some of the great things that you're doing. Um, but I can tell you just personally, I can somewhat relate. I think it's incredible that you said, um, the business and brand that you building, you wanted to do something that was going to, um, inspire your daughters and, and, and have them see you do something that they can be proud of. And as a brand new dad to a brand new baby girl, um, I definitely feel you because I hope that I could do the same thing for my daughter one day as well too. So that's pretty cool.
1: I'm sure you are inspiring her. And I think doing good is the new way of business. You know, um, the new, like the younger generations, generation um, Z and the millennials, like about 50% of them, they're always researching who they're buying from. You know, doing good is good, you know, and it's good business. So, and, um, and I think that's great for people like us that are like-minded and that we want to be, you know, inspiring or do something that's um, worthwhile. Um, But, uh, and I'm sure you're also very inspiring for your daughter.
0: Yeah, thank you. I'm, try, I'm trying my, I'm trying my best and I'm sure we'll get a chance to know each other a little bit more now that we're both part of the gathering shops, you know, as fellow entrepreneurs, you know, I have, I also, uh, I also, um, have my own brand as well too. That's part of the community. So I hope to be inspiring to my daughter and I continue to work hard. Um, I love
1: your brand by the way. I've seen uh, it. It's amazing, oh, so.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate the kind words. Um, so let's talk a little bit, um, about some of the cool things that Sameli is doing. Um, First, before we get into some of um, some of the cool things that you guys are doing, can you tell our audience a little bit more about what this brand, what this business is? Um, I wanna make sure that everyone understands. Sommeli is not just a one brand collection, right? I think, I, I hope I'm understanding, you are um, offering multiple brands, multiple styles under one name, right? So if you just wanna go into a little bit of detail and explain exactly what Semeli is to our listeners, that would be awesome.
1: Yeah. So, Sameli—it's um, a collective that uh, we we promote uh, brands like women designers and artisans. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, it's mainly Greek designers. Okay, for for the moment, we hope to go other ones, other from other from all over the place. But basically, we pr- we want to take women artisans and uh, and designers and promote them to like bigger markets. Yeah okay because that was as i said that's how where it all began i was inspired and and i start developing you know how do we connect these things you know so we want to connect women designers to bigger markets um and uh and uh you know and that's our main focus now on the other hand we also have campaigns right so we have also some bracelets that we sell to fundraise for like education initiatives Mm -hmm. so for example i'll sell bracelets right now we have a campaign that we're selling bracelets to support school Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that doesn't have any um that doesn't have funding for laboratories or music or playgrounds and all that and we're fundraising for that right now and out of remote island that you know there's like one ship that goes a week you know so they're so remote so right. then they need you know the funds for that um and um so basically that so if you go to our website basically what the what somebody will find they'll find um you know unique products that you can't find usually in your mainstream um US market uh, it will be accessories like jewelry you'll find purses you'll find um, handmade leather sandals that are you know better price than, you know, so, some of the handmade that you find at some high-end stores. Yeah. yeah Cuz again, we're bringing we're 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 bringing them closer to the to the producer, okay? Yeah. So it's just us the online. We don't have brick and mortar. You know, so that reduce a lot of the cost. Yeah. And um and uh you know, that's kind of what we're doing. We're always bringing new brands. Um like this year I'm now working. We're trying to bring also a few clothing items. We're going to try them out. Um, it's somebody that makes scarves. Yeah. Some of our silk scarves. She's making dresses. So uh, we're we're playing with a lot of things, you know. Because I think when you have a lot of brands, you don't just want to. You don't have one thing to showcase. You have multiple, so you have to keep it engaging. Yeah, it's almost like the gathering shops, and that's why yeah. we're a smaller version of the gathering shops. You know it's focused on like women you know we're trying to also keep it uh the sustainable route
0: yes um
1: like um you'll see on our site we're developing uh some blogs where it's kind of educating also about sustainability and you know so that people can learn more um inspire you know it's also for the younger generation that they want to know who's behind the things. so um and also um you know, so that's, that's in a nutshell.
0: Incredible. I mean, it's, I mean, first of all, incredible uh, concept for sure. Um, I do want to ask though, in, in this day and age um, you're, you know, you're dealing with the actual creator, the artisan, um, and the customers have an opportunity to, you know, get as close to that person who's producing good as possible. Um, how are people finding out about your brand? Is, is Semele really diving in and doubling down on social media to um you know to grow their audience to engage and to get new customers um are you you know focusing on social media ads how are you how are you growing your audience um i guess in this new generation of you know where a lot of shopping is now happening online how do you convince more people to find out who you are and to shop your products
1: yeah that's a great question so yeah we have we have a few things so uh i have a i have an amazing um content creator. And she's also my, my marketing guru, let's say behind, you know, the brand, her name is Elizabeth and she's constantly creating content, um, developing content for the blogs. Uh, we're doing, uh, we have Instagram, we're doing Facebook. Um, and it's something that we have been working on very intensely for the last, um, two years together. Um, and uh, yeah, it's social media. And we've also uh, last year we were we also did some positioning in uh, like Bride's magazine and um, Condé Nast. Um, and, you know, we tried to do some print things, um, but that's not as I don't think that's our target. Like we're always trying new things. Like we tried it out, and it wasn't as effective as social media, right? Yeah. Um, and we've also done some interviews at uh, House of Coco. They interviewed me last year. You know, but I think, I think you have to do everything. You know, it's like omni-channel. That's the thing now. You have to do a little bit of everything. You have to do your social media. You have to do your print. And, but I think above all is like uh, the collaborations. Like just, I think even this network with the gathering shops that we have that we're creating right now. I think this is, I think this has a lot of potential because it brings people that are like-minded together. They can collaborate. They can bring things together. They can bring they can interact. And this type, these type of like systems or ecosystems um, are what can create a lot of potential, I think, for small and especially online companies because you need to have that cross-pollination going on, right?
0: Absolutely. You, you just hit the nail on the head and, and we'll talk more about uh, the community, the gathering shops that we're both involved in. But um, I couldn't agree with you more. I, you know, I tell people all the time that ask me what I think about it and why I'm so proud to be a part of it is... Um, not only is it giving all of us creative people a, a platform to showcase our products or, or styles, um, I feel like I've just become part of a new team and all of my teammates are, are pulling for me and rooting for me and I'm rooting for all of them. And it's, it's so different than how it used to be. You know, Even just a few years ago, if you had a business or a product and you put it out there, it was almost like people that were in the same business as you, they were rooting against you they didn't want you to be successful because they wanted to and in the gathering shop it's like we're all on the same team and it's so cool to have each other's back and to support one another i think it's awesome
1: yeah yeah i really like uh whoever i've met uh and I've all a lot of the brands the designers there it's so inspiring you know yeah, and cool. I actually i want to bring there's a few of them i have there's some that I, i'm targeting some of them you know, soon I'll be reaching out to them. I want to bring some of them onto my website.
0: Yeah, smart. Yeah, you know, like they always say, if you can, if if everyone can help each other, in the end, everyone's going to be more successful for sure.
1: And I um, love the products too. It's great. So yeah. So and, so, and, and for me, also, I just want to add. Sorry, um, is uh, all, also the gathering shops not only is a great place to connect and interact and cross pollinate, but it, personally for sommeli okay it helps me fulfill my mission okay because in the end my mission is to promote you know these women designers to the u.s market and i may i can do that through the gathering shops as well you know and it it just makes you know we make each other powerful because number one the gathering shops has more products to present and then i also have more ways to present my brands to the market so i think it's a win-win uh situation
0: That's awesome. I'm super happy that you found that, you know, you found a home with them. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a great relationship for you, you know, moving forward. Um, Let's talk a little bit why I think it's going to be uh, great for you moving forward with the Gathering Shots, because Simeli is not just a a business and company that offers so many incredible products uh, from great creative people. Um, You're also doing some very, very important work. Um, you know, not only do you want to inspire, not only, um, you know, is, is your business um, really committed to, you know, inspiring women and women's empowerment, but you're also very, very focused on sustainability, the environment. Let's talk about that because one thing we were just uh, talking, you know, offline before we officially started the interview was, you know, a lot of people nowadays seem to be very aware of the world about their environment. They seem to be um you know more conscientious about wanting to take care of our planet right and they say hey i'm going to do this to help and i'm going to cut this back here and i'm not going to use this anymore to help the environment and all that is great but one of the things that i think that most of us are still guilty of probably including myself who loves fashion is yeah maybe i won't drink out of plastic bottles as much but i continually buy certain fashion products not really understanding that the fashion industry and some of the products that are being made in this industry are some of the ones that are hurting the earth and the environment the most. So let's talk about sustainability a little bit and why that's important to you and to Sameli as you build your business.
1: Yeah. So I have a supply chain background from my corporate world. And I think, and I always believe in the interconnectivity of things and products from the concept to the creation until it's the consumer. Right. And when it when it comes to um, fashion, uh, I, I I read I read a book. It's called Fashionopolis, and it kind of talks about how um, you know a few years ago there were these the fires and the building collapses of um, of the sweatshops and yep. Bangladesh, and it created this movement, you know, the fashion revolution and all that. And it's amazing, you know. But it, that's just one part of it. Okay, that's just about how you treat you know, the, you know the, the human aspect of fashion production. But then you have the actual, the fact that you're producing fat, fast fashion, you know, there's 50 million tons of discarded cloth clothing in the U.S. every year. Okay.
0: And sorry, sorry to jump in, discarded meaning they cut the fabric and they don't even use it, gone.
1: You no, know, no, it's also, con- it could be from the fabric that's cut At the factories overseas, but it, no, it's here in the U S you buy either stuff that are not sold and they end up being discarded because the companies would, you know, some retailers might prefer getting rid of it than
0: sell it yep understood you
1: know okay because then it will degrade the the you know the value of their brand or
0: perception Yeah,
1: or it's the people because they're buying and there's fast fashion you're constantly buying you know they don't fit in your closet and then you end up throwing away a a bunch of clothes you know so all that added together you got 50 million tons of discarded cloth per year in the u.s wow okay now of that 15 tons, 63% is is synthetic nylon, acrylic. So these are not things that are going to go back to earth. It's not like the cotton. Okay? These are it's real waste.
0: I understand. Okay? Yes. Okay.
1: From fashion. You know, it's not, you know, from things that you do to make you feel good. You know, it's yeah. not like one of those essential Yeah.
0: You know, and and you made a, and, and you made a point. Waste because of the material. Waste that is not going to go back into the earth—that the earth can just, you know, take back—and it actually can help the earth get better. It's actually waste that is hurting the earth, right? That's right. So, and now I guess that leads to why it's so important for you to talk sustainability, so that there are fashion items, products, or options that, when they are discarded, the earth can receive it back. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so it's. So and I just got into this this last year and I and and I decided to use Sameli as a platform to promote the idea okay and uh and we have some brands that are totally sustainable like we have a brand line um Apoxilo and I think uh, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah yes, that, yes yes yeah right so they make purses that are made of cork and wood okay and they're they're really great you know and they're they're fashionable they're all that and they're versatile you know, it's like, it's not leather, but cork is very resilient, Mm -hmm. you know. Okay, take that, you know, and then you have this year, I started working with a brand. Um, They're called Sugar Free, and they make bathing suits that are made of recycled ocean plastic waste. Okay, and not, you know, and, and and there's this fabric, it's called Iconil, and it's something that, you know, you can find like Stella McCartney uses this and all that, but it, it, you know, there's this new movement of people, many brands that are trying to become more, you know, earth friendly yeah. and all yeah. that. Um, and um, yeah, so we carry those bathing suits now and they're really cool. Like they're also flattering and fashionable and all that. Like, yeah. and it's great, you know? And um, so I was invited this past February to write an article about circularity and fashion okay um and in that article, I partnered uh with uh, somebody who you know she studies fashion for for uh for a living um, and um and we wrote an article about how you know what where where does fashion stand in the circularity you know circularity like economics you know because mm-hmm. this is like a there's a shift in how of how economies can, you know, they're not just one-sided that they're circular, you know, whatever you you produce can go back and reuse. And, you know, it's all this reusability and how you can do it in in a way that can economies can thrive and life can thrive and you can continue, you know, you're not just taking from the earth. It's all like a circular uh, way of doing things. Um, So we explored it for fashion and we explored what, you know, where do we stand? Where does fa- fashion stand right now? And then we looked at all these stats, like you know, how many tons are discarded? Um, where are things going? You know, right now, you know, people are looking of responsible ways to consume, okay? And where how does that work right now these days? You know? Um, so you have these movements of slow fashion, right? So you're not going to uh to a brand that's producing constantly new things, or you do mm-hmm. that, but you find out what you 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 buy products that you can prolong. You know, they're made of a fabric, they're well sewed, um, they're things you maintain your garments. You don't discard them with a break of a button. Yeah. You know.
0: <laughs> so can I ask? Can I ask? I want to put you on the spot. I, I am yeah. first of all, I am loving this conversation because I'm so into all of this. This is incredible. Um, I want to put you on the spot, but I don't mean to. Do you believe in your opinion and from where you sit as an entrepreneur and a, a business and brand owner, do you believe that fast fashion is bad for the environment? Did that whole trend over the last 10, 15 years, and I'm not singling them out, I'm just using examples. Uh, when I think fast fashion in our in our industry, I think Forever 21, uh, H&M. Is fast fashion, is, is fast fashion bad? For our environment.
1: Well yes, it, like the fact I think what what I talked about earlier, you know, the fact that we have 15 million tons of clothing to discard in the US, you know, it's because it's so easy yep. you know, to replace garment. It's so easy, you know, if you can buy a twenty dollar shirt every year, you buy 10 of them every year you know, and it's yeah. so easy to discard, um, you know, and, and it was this pressure, um, it, you know, I started a few decades ago, a lot of our clothes were made here in in the U.S., you know, mm-hmm. just here in New York, there were so many like, you know, the garment industry and the garment factories, they were all over the place. Yeah. But then after a certain time, everybody it left so that, you know, you could produce them cheaply and the cost per shirt went down like overseas. You
0: know. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, you know, it became all about this bottom line. And then slowly it changed. You know, as it, fashion changed, the consumer expectations changed. You know, as things became, it was great because then everybody had access. You know, to certain things, but also technology made it easier that as soon as, soon as you saw something in fashion week in New York on the runway,
0: That's it. You yeah, take a
1: picture. You could take a picture of the latest Valentino dress, and then the next day the gap was making a, a copy yep. and, you know, and some overseas shop, you know, yep. and then, and within two months, every, you know, all, all the different, you know, you had many, you, you had that same shirt or color, you know, for everyone, you yep. know, democratized fashion, but it also made it more available and it also made it redundant. And that's why you have, uh, and, it's become a huge problem. So, but it, it, yeah, so I do think that fast fashion has contributed to all this, um, all these environmental problems, but um, I think there's also an opportunity now, you know, for these, you know, big companies that set the trends and all that, they can also reverse that mm-hmm. um, by, you know, cause there, there is a want, by consumers to be more responsible. Yeah. Now, people do want to know, what, you know, the Who Made My Clothes movement from like Fashion Revolution. Um, and, and there's all these other um, emerging um, think tanks and foundations like the Ellen MacArthur Foundation, uh, the Sustainable uh, Apparel Coalition. So they're setting new standards, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there's this Higg index, Right. So if you want to know how um, sustainable a clothing item is, like you can measure it these days. Like you couldn't, you know, so it it's it, it brought up a lot of new stuff. So and it, you couldn't do that without the support of the, the bigger companies, too. Yeah, because you know, a lot of the funding came from that. But the slow fashion move is also a movement. You yeah. know, is everybody going to go for slow fashion? Maybe not. I think that you'll still have the fast fashion need, but I think there is a need to find a balance.
0: Yeah, listen, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm curious, uh, it makes a lot of sense what you're saying. I mean, first and foremost, I mean, anytime, uh, an item is, is less expensive. Um, to your point, if a button breaks or, you know, uh, a seam on a shirt starts to, you know, pull out a little bit, you're like, Oh, I paid 19.99 for it. I can throw it out. Um, I think people, when they realize, you know, if it's not as valuable, they're more likely to say, you know what, I'll throw it out and just pick up another one. But if they buy something that was more well done and it costs more money out of their wallet, they're less likely to discard it. Um, I want to know your thoughts real quick cause I don't have you, you know, forever, but you know, unfortunately we're all going through, um, you know a national and international health crisis that's kind of put the world on pause these last few weeks um of course um the priority um, and the major concern of course is the health and safety of our global community but it is impacting the financial world it is impacting the economy and it is impacting businesses from small to big including fashion there have been a number of either Big successful department stores that have now filed for Chapter 11. There have been successful um, name brand stores, uh, brands like J. Crew, um, that are now in financial trouble. Do you see this as an opening for slow fashion movement where now maybe some of these stores, department stores, or brands have to shut down and go out of business and it creates an opening or opportunity for new brands or stores that are more pro slow? fashion rather than fast fashion. Well is this a, is there a silver lining for this movement because of this uh global pandemic that we're we're going through right now?
1: Yeah that, that's an excellent question. I think that um people have more time now they have a more time and they have the opportunity to think before they open their wallet and purchase something. You know a lot of the story a lot of stores are closed so that's you know a lot of I think a lot of companies are refiguring out their business models you know they have time to look within you know um, some of the companies that overexposed now they have to shut down that's one thing but then from a consumer standpoint a consumer has more time to think about why they're buying something and they're not going to buy something on a whim yeah you know they, they everybody has to think more because people have to do more with what they have right now because because of, you know just of what's going on right now um so uh but it's a great opportunity for companies like ours you know you can now people because they have more time to spend online and learn about the products
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: it's a great opportunity for brands or and companies like ours to kind of showcase what they stand for and you know um be in touch with the consumer.
0: Yeah, right? I, I, I agree.
1: Customers. Um, and uh, it's really great. I also know a friend. I have a friend here in New York. She, she was in the midst of figuring out what she's going to do. She had a, a fur factory and leather factory. And then she's like, and she just a few weeks before the, um, the pandemic, she she was talking about, I'm going to retool my business. I'm trying to figure out something that's more sustainable and all that. Right now, she's full blown, like making masks.
0: Yeah, you A lot of, a lot of companies have. Yes, there's a, Of course, there's a demand, yeah. and yeah, yeah.
1: And, and I think and that was a great example because you know j- this th- this whole extra allowed people to stop and rethink what they're doing.
0: Yeah, um, almost like self evaluate and take a look in the mirror, and yeah, yeah,
1: and, yeah. and for us, for Semele, um we were able, we stopped. The first we were like, okay, let's stop. Let's see what we're doing. And then we said, you know what? A lot of people are online. Like, let's let's ramp up our our blog. Let's talk about more about what we what we're about and what we believe in. And we've been creating a lot of content. And so uh, everything's on our website on Samelli website. And now we're looking at how are we going to like expand to people, you know, and all that. And you know, I think everybody's trying to do that, but, um, um, but yeah, I think it's a a great opportunity for the slow movement because just because people are, thinking more before they act, you know, because yeah. it's just, you, 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 people have the, the the gift of time right now that they didn't have before.
0: Yes, the, the gift of time to to read more, to learn more about a potential product that they're going to buy. I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, this really has been incredible. Uh, before I let you go, I want to ask, um, what's next for Someli? I know we just kind of touched on a little bit, you know, we're in a, you know, a different time in the world right now, you know, some um, uncertain uh, weeks and months ahead for sure, but um, if you can if you could look into the future uh, one three five years out for Cimeli, um what are you working hard for what do you hope to see come from this company and who are you looking to help um, Is there anything in you know that you have planned or uh, anything up your sleeve or any cool projects that you really have uh, your eyes set on uh, to work towards in the next few years
1: Yeah. The net well, a lot of um, as I told you, I'm an altruist, so I'm always thinking, you know, how best to you know proceed. Um, but the next steps for Sameli are to expand uh, the vendor uh, side so that we have more representation from other countries, uh, women from other countries. I've been, I've met some people in the last few years and. Um, South and Central America I want to bring on board and also look at other geographies to represent um, but In the meantime, we're really focusing on expanding our customer base You know, how can we most efficiently use our online? Um, you know presence to like get the word out um, You know about the sustainability and what what we represent. Yeah, so you know, those, those are my biggest deals. And eventually as we bring more people on board, you know, we want to be the go-to brand for up and coming designers and help Mm -hmm. them retool themselves so they can expand to bigger markets, you know? So let's say a a brand, a designer, um, wants to like promote their business overseas, you know, they can come to Somalia and get the support they need, you know? So first of all, we look for women owned business, is it a, co- a quality product? Is it scalable? If it's scalable, yeah, Let's. Well, what can we do to scale you up? You know, yeah. You know. do you need expertise in photography? Do you need expertise in like setting up social media? Do you need some tweaks in your product so then it meets the demands of the U.S. consumer?
0: Yeah. What is
1: it? You know, so in the end, we could be that go-to platform that connects, yeah. you know, these designers with the market.
0: Yeah, it's almost like brand development or brand mentoring. Um, you know, and, and there are a lot of creative people out there that have a great product, but they don't know how to put the finishing touches on it. And it's always helpful when they partner with somebody that can help them do that. You know, so um, I think it's incredible. Um, before I let you go, I'm going to put you on the spot. Please do not be mad at me, but I'm going to do it. I love these kind of questions um, for our, for our audience. Um, if you had to say three words that best represent Smelly, three words where someone who's never heard of your company before, they're just finding out about you and this company today on this podcast, um, but they only could hear three words to best describe Sommeli. What would they be?
1: It would be inspiring. It would be sustainable. And it would be... Women's empowerment.
0: Wow. Now, I say wow for a couple of reasons. One, those are three incredibly powerful words. And I think that if any brand described their brand or company with those three words, they would probably uh, be in the right direction for many, many years of su- success. But I also said wow because I should probably go out and play the lottery today. Because when I thought about that question in my head, I had jotted into my notebook, I said, here are my three words that I think she's going to say just by listening to the conversation. uh, (laughs) I didn't get it in the order that you said it. I said, I said empowering, inspiring, sustainable in that order. But um, I got close, which I think is incredible. And uh, those are three awesome words. And I think that uh, you've built something extremely special. And I think what, what I like the most about what you have done so far is not only are you building um, a great company that offers really cool products that people are going to be interested in buying buying and wearing. And you know how it is in fashion. If you buy something uh, to wear and it makes you feel better, that was the whole point of it. But what makes your your company so special is with that purchase, you're helping other people around the world with it, which is honestly, that's the best way to do business. So um christina this was uh this was amazing i personally and selfishly look forward uh to the time where we're all allowed to get back out there and uh we'll get a chance to to talk in person at one of the future gathering shops events because you know they're going to have a bunch of those as the company continues to grow um this really was awesome i just want to say thank you on behalf of everyone at the gathering shops uh for taking the time to join us on design your day our brand new podcast. really, thank you. This was awesome. And and I hope you had as much fun as I did.
1: Ray, this was really fun. Thank you so much. And the fact that you came up with the three uh, same words means that great minds think alike.
0: Yes, yes. I
1: look forward to meeting you in person when all this is over with. And uh, thank you so much. This This has been a great
0: talk. Yes. Thank you so much. And, uh, I'm looking forward, um, to not only meeting you down the road, but watching your business and brand grow, because you know, we're going to have to have you back on the show, um, as your company continues to grow and, and make progress. So I'm looking forward to that as well, too. I look
1: forward to that, Ray. Thank awesome. You. Wishing you, it. yeah.
0: Wishing you and your family all the best and we'll talk to you, you soon. See okay. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Thank you for tuning in to Design Your Day, the official podcast show of The Gathering Shops. We hope you enjoyed our interview with Semele founder, Christina Maggiore. Be sure to visit our newest store location at Bell Works in Homedale, New Jersey, to check out Semele's latest fashion brands and accessories. I am your host, Ray Digny, and until next week, remember, only you have the power to design your day.